I can't believe it. We're doing it. I don't know who needs to hear this, but this Modelo isn't going to drink itself, so I'm going to gradually get more drunk throughout this episode. Getting it. Dude, yeah, Greg, you're holding a 32 fluid ounce Modelo. That's right, because they don't sell for. Well, actually, they probably do sell 40s. Somewhere. I don't know. Do they have 32s and 40s in the same places? I doubt it. What I don't know. I haven't drank I haven't seen a 40 know. in a hot minute. I remember playing Edward 40 hands in high school. Did you guys ever do I that? Did, I've done that two once. Two 40s to your hands. Didn't end well. Dude, I hated the tape. It was itching my hands. But speaking of tape, we have Joe Elgin, our driver, with us today. Hey, Joe. I'm here. We've been Hi. hanging Welcome. out with Joe and just, like, re- learning a lot about him. And Joe's a pretty cool guy. With some pretty gnarly stories. I got some interesting ones. You've lived a life, Joe. I have. You've been with bands for how long do you think? How long have you been working, like, the music scene? Uh, My first gig I ever did, I was 12 years old. Damn, dude. Don't wait. Get started early. You can start getting paid nothing. I didn't didn't think they let people drive at that age. but uh. (laughs) I did uh, Spotlight. My dad's been a drummer. And so at two years old, I was on a tour bus. It was kind of oh, my awesome. memories of things is mom and dad or mom waking me up in the middle of the night because we got to go save dad somewhere or something <laughs> and throwing me in the back of the station wagon and we're off to wherever. Never a dull moment. No, never. Dude, that's amazing. And, and you've been driving, uh, just so you know, Joe's been driving us around the country, but you've been driving ever since. Pretty much. Tour buses, bandwagons. Everything. Yeah. It's been quite an interesting venture. I do sound for a lot of tours, and then I ended up with you guys, and I kind of... We're sorry about sound, that. <laughs> the sound production and all that, you always kind of end up driving something. So, yeah, it's always been that way since I got out of high school. That's they amazing. They told me I had to leave, so I went on the road. God. There you go. I yeah. wish I could leave high school. I voluntarily left. They told, gave me a letter, said I missed 154 days out of the year. And apparently you can't <laughs> do that. I guess that's yeah. usually an issue. Yeah. I had the same thing at a job I worked at one time. It was pretty wild. Dude, Marshall keeps telling this story about how he had a job where he didn't work. And, and, and whenever he got called into the office, they were just like, stop. And he's like, okay. This is and li- that's it. Literally a perfect example of corporate oversight. Uh, I didn't have a manager on the team that I worked at. And for a year... My buddy and I, we would show up when we wanted to, and then I would go to the beach and surf when I wanted to, and that accumulated, God, was it? it was like 140-something absences in a rolling 365-day period. But the call in, all you had to do, you dial a 1-800 number, it's like press 2 to be tardy, press 1 to be absent, and then that's it. Dude. Nice. And you just don't show up at work. How can you trust people? Like, that? Like if you're a corporation, I wouldn't trust anybody. Are you kidding me? No. Well, th- they didn't, like, you know... Obviously, when they found out, they weren't, like, stoked about it. I had yeah. a great job at uh, at Ron John's. Yeah. I was selling surfboards. But I was also playing in a band, and they would come out to, like, my employee not my employees, but my coworkers would come out to the shows. And because they, like, knew I was tired as shit, they would let me go and, and sleep. I'd sleep upstairs in a board bag while Whoa. getting paid. It nice. was pretty rad. One in Coco there? Um, no, this was in Orlando. Oh, okay. I don't. I guess that doesn't exist anymore there, so I don't really care about getting somebody fired. But uh, <laughs> Garrett, I appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, who's Thanks, that? Garrett. Yeah. So 
what's the craziest thing? I I didn't hear some of these stories, but Jackson was telling me they're pretty gnarly. Yeah, so. yeah, I got quite a few of them, and it's kind of I just end up in situations, <clears throat> and you know, because everybody wants to go on tour and do stuff, and I did that out of high school, so living the dream going on tour and when you tour you know most of the year and you're away from home and you try to do any kind of relationship thing that never works so that always ends up being an interesting story for something always to where yeah i've had quite a few i've been catfished once before which i thought catfishing thing i thought it was like so like not a thing (laughs) until it happened to me how bad was the catfish it was pretty bad and i kind of fell all the way for it and spent way too much money i uh it was a girl that had been on my insta or my facebook for quite a few years and she was mutual friends with a a lot of heavy hitters in the entertainment industry that I'm friends with. They were, um, tour manager for Three Days Grace and Metallica. Nice. People I know, and she was mutual friends. Never talked to her, and then one day she hit me up. Hey, how you doing? Haven't seen you, haven't talked to you in a while, and I never really remember talking to her, but hey, I've been friends with her for Do yeah, you're po- you're years. polite. You'll yeah. be like, man, I know. And of course, her picture, she looks extremely hot oh yeah and so i started talking to her and go back and forth and this went on for probably four months and some of the she said she worked for rock the vote which cool i thought well that's kind of cool and wasn't that mtv yeah mtv did a thing for that yeah wasn't mike myers involved in that shit or something i believe so yeah right years ago yeah yeah yeah, it was old school she told me she worked for that i'm like okay she's in the industry and you know, the cool thing. So I set up a little meet together thing. She lives in... Uh, a date, it's called. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it never turned into any of that. But uh, she lived in New Hampshire. And in New Hampshire, there was... De- actually, Demon Jones was doing a show... Nice. In, Old Demon. ...in New York, not too far from New Hampshire. So I hit her up, and I said, Hey, I got a festival with Demon Jones, Cole Ford, doing a whole big thing. How about I fly up to New Hampshire, I pick you up, we go to the show, and hang out for the weekend kind of thing. She's like, yeah, she loved it, telling me she's got this Audi, we'll just take her car, I don't need to rent a car. Ooh, fancy. Nothing. Yeah. All right, cool. So, night before, about to head out, get on the plane the next morning. Hey. Oh, my goodness, get on the plane. I'm feeling good, and... My friend took me to the hospital, oh. and I got to get dialysis. It's really bad, Joe. You, you shouldn't come up. Oh, I'm wow. Like, we've been at this point talking for, at this point, probably six to eight months. I'm like, well, flight's already booked. I still got to do a show up there with Demon. I already told him I'm going to be there. So you're in the hospital. I'll come up and visit you, bring you flowers. Yeah, whatever, if you're sick, you know. I'll come and help. Yeah. yeah, come on. So I fly up there. I land in Manchester, New, New Hampshire, and I get there. I have to get to Demon Show the next day or something like that, and that was the plan with us. I land, and I'm like, hey, so can I use your car? And Because she knows I still got to do my show and everything. Oh, I took my car in for service. I'm so sorry. I would have gave it to you. <laughs> my car is on dialysis. <laughs> my car is on dialysis, too. I'm sitting in the airport, and she's like, oh, it's okay. I used to work for the rental car, one of the rental car companies there. I'll call them, and I'll set you up a whole reservation. She went online and set me up a reservation. <laughs> so, Dude, what the fuck? At the time, 
Jesus. I didn't have anything with me because I was planning on her doing everything. Yeah, well, you got you, you had a day with old reliable, right. you know? So, <laughs> and up there at the airport, you okay. can't you can't get a credit you can't get a rental car without a credit card and I just had a debit card on me. So, luckily my mom works for Marriott. I went to the Marriott at the uh, airport, stayed there, and I'm calling everywhere to try to get a rental car. I got to get to Demon Show yeah. the next day. And it's a four-hour drive or whatever. I find somebody, 4 o'clock in the morning, find a place, the hotel, front lobby guys trying to help me, everything. Find a guy in New Jersey. About a 40-minute Uber ride. I get to this place. This guy, yeah, I got you. I said, look, I don't have a credit card. I just have a debit card. You'll let me rent the car. And he's like, not a problem, man. Be here. I got you taken care of. I get there. I tell him how much of a hurry I'm in. Got to get to Demon's show before sound check. Demon's calling me every five minutes. Hey, you going to make it, man? You got this crazy girl stuff going on. And, you know. So I get there. It's a used car lot. Oh, oh no. yeah. You can get a, you can get a car <laughs> you, right now. Just you, six grand cash. That's you've all been, you need. That's, you've been catfished already. Yeah. Like with all this bullshit. Yeah. You've been so carfished. I car get fish. there, and the guy's like, okay, I'll, I'll rent you this car or whatever. It's a, an older Nissan Altima. I, I don't care. That's I got to get on the road. Demons blowing perfect. me up. I got to get to the show. Big outdoor festival. So I'm driving. I'm calling Demon. Demon's FaceTiming me to make sure I'm actually driving yeah, down I'm the road. Way, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way. way. So I'm going, and then I look in the mirror, and all this white smoke's coming out of the car. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I pull over. The transmission starts gearing down. I pull over, I get off to a gas station off an exit, and I open the hood, and there's transmission fluids all over the place, like a line busted or something. I'm like, I don't care about this car. I'm going to throw more fluid in it and keep going. Fuck. There you go. Poured some more fluid in it, get that. and I get in the car and get back on the highway, and I call the guy I got in the car from. I said, hey, look, this is what's going on. I'm back on the highway. I'm going to see how long this lasts. Lasted about maybe two miles. Got off oh. at the next exit. To use car play, so he doesn't have another branch yeah. down where I'm at to give me another car. So but. I had to make the call to Demon. I said, "Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. I, I'm somewhere at that point. I think I was in Connecticut or something like that on my yeah. way down, and I was still a couple hours away. They couldn't even send anybody to come pick me up at that point. I was still gonna miss the show. Yeah." While all this is going on, <clears throat> I'm still talking to the girl Jeez. that supposedly is in General Hospital in downtown Boston. I remember that show. So <laughs> <laughs> she, she's, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I can't believe this is happening to you. All that's going on. Sure. So this guy sends a car down to me. Guy gets there. I don't know what time. It was dark at that point. He pulls into this gas station parking lot. He's driving a beat-up uh, forerunner with like a 94 Honda Civic on the back of it. He's that's really it That's really cool. As soon wow. as he pulls up, he gets out of the truck, and he leaves his truck running. He comes up to walk to me, and his truck dies. I'm like, I don't oh, care about yeah. your truck. Get that car off the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting out of here. Out of here. Holy so shit. He gets the car off. I didn't even wait for him to load the other car. I'm out. Yeah, you, you had faith at that point. Yeah. all day. So this girl's in the hospital, General Hospital, in downtown Boston. Well, I already missed the show. Let me go there. Yeah, might as well get a kiss out of it. Fuck it. Something. Honestly. I go to the hospital. Even a handshake. Go to the front desk. Nobody's heard of that name before in this hospital. Okay. Damn. So there's a bar across the street from the hospital. 
I parked in the hospital parking lot, walked over to the bar after I went to the front desk and with a handful of flowers looking like an idiot oh. to get flowers to somebody that's not there. Brutal. I go to this bar and I just get trash. Girl bartender I told her the whole story every up to that point. I hope what you got was, some free drinks. Did you give her the flowers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I left them in the car, but she was really nice. She did hook me up with a couple of drinks. And at this point, I, my return flight isn't for another four more days. So now I got this 94 Honda Civic. Nowhere to go. My hotels are down by the show yeah. where Demon is. So I get trashed, talk to this bartender, sweetest girl ever get in the car go to a rest area somewhere in mass over there and sleep in the rest area i'll wake up in the morning and figure it out from there so i wake up in the morning and i'm like well colt ford's playing today let me just drive down there i got a hotel reservation already so i went down there hung out for the day with the colt ford guys i'm good friends with all of them mm-hmm. did that stayed at my hotel that I was supposed to stay at with this girl. Meanwhile, I'm telling this girl on the phone, yeah, I went to the hospital last night, bring you some flowers. And she flipped on me. What are you doing? You stalking me? Do I need to call the police? And like <laughs> flipping out. She's Whoa. like, I would never, I work for, you know, all these high end musicians. I'm not going to go to the hospital under my real name. I have what? my fake name. Oh, I have my fake name under the, ho- I'm like, Holy shit. I'm like, now I'm like teetering of how fake is this? How real is this? Like, what is going on? So I leave down there and I was like, you know what? I've never been to Maine before. Let's go to Maine. I drove up to Maine. Cool. Got some weed. Got high. Hell yeah. I post something on Facebook that I'm in Maine. I happen to know a bass player up there that used to play with Pat Travers when I toured with Pat Travers. And he's like, dude, come on over. I'll take you. We'll get some chowder and this and that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so when did that. Kicks. That sounds like a very main thing. It's like, let's hang out and get chowder, yeah. dude. So chowder. I left there, Jesus. went back to Boston, went back to that same bar across the street from the hospital. Oh, my God. I had no her address because I had sent her a bunch of things. I had bought her dinner a bunch of times and had it sent to her house. You got played hard, All kinds of stuff. Damn. uh, I decide before I head down to the bar back in Boston, let me stop by, just drive by her house. Holy shit. So she's got this Audi. She's got all this money. I drive by the ad address it's in the hood in manchester new hampshire and the address as i didn't stop i drove by it was like literally a falling apart building i'm like okay i go back to the bar guy old guy bartender i tell him my story all the way up to the point to where it's at now and he hooked me up with drinks and everything he was and i told him i said your bartender last night was really nice and he's like oh I hired her because she came in here and tried to drink, you know, under 21. So I ended up hiring her as a server, and she's been here for like 12 years now. Oh. Like, that's kind of a cool story, <laughs> a whole backstory to it and everything. And so, same thing, got drunk, went to a rest area, slept in the rest area in Connecticut or Mass or wherever it was. And then next morning got up, what am I going to do? So I walked around downtown Boston. I never, like, really looked around Boston. Walked around, ended up back at the same bar. Both the old guy bartender and the girl were working that night. Oh. So, again, (laughs) while all this is going on, I have this girl still yelling and everything at me of, like, I'm the stalker Stalker, person and... 
you know. You didn't tell her you drove by her house, did you? No, I didn't tell her that. But going off and off, and I'm like, and she's telling me she's still in the hospital, making me feel bad, like she's dying and this and that. And I'm like, dialysis is a bitch. Whatever. So I go back to the bar, drink all night there, and I, I. Two o'clock in the morning, I'm hungry. Apparently, there's like a 24-hour bakery in Boston that's like well-known. What? Was like Boston has some really yeah, good. Yeah, it was like so built in like 1936 stuff. or something. Cool. So I went there, trash, probably like a five-mile walk. I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> went there, and it was the prettiest little street. It looked like a movie set. Just yeah. the tall condo buildings and everything. It looked Love like Boston, you were like man. on a Universal Studios kind of set thing. I sat there on a park bench and shoved my face with cannolis. Oh! It was the most amazing thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, next thing is, next morning, I got to get up, return this little Honda Piece I'm driving in New <laughs> Jersey box, yeah. to the used car lot and get oh on a plane God. and go back to Orlando. I already missed the show. All this stuff had happened. Yeah. The bar, it's called the Red Hat Bar, actually, in Boston. Red and Hat Bar. It sounds like that old lady club, the Red Red Hat Club. It's a, like a really old, like speakeasy type bar kind of thing that's in downtown. And they posted a thing on Facebook of me and oh thank my you, Joe, God. for coming and uh, you were great. And it was like, oh, that's kind of cool out of this nice. whole screwed up trip. <laughs> so I get to, the, I drop the car off, take an Uber to the airport. I'm sitting in the airport. I get a beer. My flight's delayed. Flight's delayed by a couple of minutes, so wait. I was delayed maybe 10 minutes before we could board. I board the plane, get on the plane, my layover's in Charlotte. I notice when we get to Charlotte, we're like circling around the airport. Oh. Captain comes over the intercom. Ladies and gentlemen, just want to let you know when we land, emergency vehicles will be rushing to us. We Our flaps that stop us are not working, and we're going to try not to run off the runway, basically. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm sitting in my seat, and I'm like, all right, after this four-day trip, all this happening, this is, how, this is how it goes. This is how it ends. And I just, like, very calmly just looked out the window I was just like, I, there's nothing. I have no control over this situation. There's I mean, nothing I can do. I have anxiety do. right now. And listening to this I'm shit. watching us go down. I'm watching fire trucks, ambulances, everything coming down the tarmac, coming after us. And I'm like, hoping we don't go off the end. Yeah. What we, are they gonna do? <laughs> drive in front of it? Right. <laughs> so we <laughs> we'll we, catch it. We ended up landing. We went too far over the thing, so it took us a while to get to the gate. We get off the plane. I was like, well, I'm not getting on another plane. That's not happening. I've already, like, tempted Faith a couple of times on this whole trip of everything. Days of bad luck. I called my sister. She lives in North Carolina. I said, hey, you got to come pick me up and take me home because I'm not getting on my layover flight back to Orlando. And she came and picked me up and drove back to Orlando. And then uh, I called all my friends that she was mutual friends with on my Facebook and hit them up. And I was like, hey, have you ever actually met this chick in person nobody had ever met her and she had disappeared at least out of my social media wow. circle she's probably out there still screwing people over but a guy another guy she screwed over reached out to me about a year and a half later and told me he did some kind of google search thing or whatever and the picture she was using was a cook 
lady thing or whatever had a small little TV show in like Sweden or something like that. Oh, so she even had a, like a fake picture. Yep. Ooh. Fake picture, a whole deal. But yeah, those what four did... days of like absolutely insane. I was like, wait a minute, I just got catfish. Like yeah. I didn't realize it until like everything sunk in when I got home of this entire trip of like. Oh, okay. So this is the you catfish. You didn't notice thing. that when she told you she had <laughs> multiple names. It was just so confusing the whole. Thing. Yeah, but yeah, I've ended up in some crazy situations, and you know, you want to give people dude. the benefit of the doubt, you I know. Do. And, and I'm he, always that person to do that, and sometimes it don't always work out so well. You know, you think, you <laughs> oh think, my well, goodness, man, you know, they're probably not really trying to screw me over, uh, and then all of a sudden you're like, what? Right multiple at, names and the car and the house, dude. And I couldn't like. Just so you know, Joe, I drive an Audi. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's not. What's your Facebook picture look like? <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, it's a catfish. It's <laughs> it is a catfish per se because it's like what my profile picks, like, what, four years old? I'm a lot more heavy you set look, You look now. the same, I'd say. Nah, I'm I feel a, like I'm you a, got a lot of consistency. A little more husky. The face is consistent. <laughs> yeah. I like the face. This happened about 10 years ago, and I am still friends and still talk to the girl bartender that I met the first there night. There you go. Hell hey, yeah. Nice. It's she, a positive turn. Yeah, yeah she, you made a friend uh, out of it. She's That's getting great. married now or whatever, and I had had my first baby girl in 2020, and we share pictures of kids and stuff like that. Nice. And it's out of a random catfish thing I ended up with a couple of friends up oh there at goodness. the bar so every time I go to Boston I try to go to the bar up there and go see them and like it, it really is amazing how like like touring you like make friends across the country you do. but then like you'll be like I'll see you in five months yeah you know but like there's also like the whole like the girls you meet on tour and you're like oh I wonder if we'll see each other on tour like how far have you ever gone for a date Marshall um I think this would have been many, many years ago. I went to uh, I went to St. Pete, which I thought was like it's like two and a half hours from a my two house. and a half drive for a date. I was like, wow, that's because then it's like another two and a half hours back. Dude, I've done gigs there where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get home at five in the morning. It's I know. Be good. I'm not gonna name any names, but I've done some gigs down there for some people, and they're usually like, man, you drove so far, here's an extra thirty bucks, and I'm like, yeah, this is a great gig. I wanna do the gig thanks i mean i like i like paying for my gas you know but uh yeah that that's that's a lot that's a pretty good drive i don't know man yeah. i i've always been really like broke so i can't afford to buy like plane tickets and stuff i, I feel similar i feel like i guess i'm a brat because in a way like all my girlfriends that i've ever had always come to me like oh, they, I'm, I'm, I'm like oh well, of I'm course they do like i'll be like <laughs> i'm trying you know and I'm like, I'm like, I'm always like, oh, 30 minutes is so far. And like, dude, I use the excuse like, man, I, I go on tour. I'm always in a fucking car. Get me out. I don't want to be in a car. I so usually that. that'll get them over to my house, which is nice. Yeah. You ever travel far for a date, Greg? No. Yeah, you, no. your girlfriend lives in California, Greg. That's not a okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like Mike, that's, I, that's, that's true. about it. That unless I guess, you're going yeah, to Hawaii, I was gonna say no, but <laughs> the first time. We had a yeah. I went to California. That that's three thousand miles. I think that probably tops everything. Yeah, huh? you it's pretty hot. But it worked out for you. It yeah, sure I mean, did. old Joe. We went, we went Joe straight to Mexico. Drunk in New England. Yeah, which is not, a pretty cool not place. A bad time. Well, yeah, I had a, my little wifey thing in Thailand for 
a little bit, so that was fun. Too. You want to tell us about? Them? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Go, go on. Oh, you don't need to tell us all the crazy shit. No, no. But like go you on. can tell us, you know. Dude, I haven't. I haven't even been to Thailand. It's. I went twice <laughs> for fourteen days at a time each time. Wow. And we got flown there. I don't want to go into detail of who the people were that sure, brought us sure, over yeah. there, but very fair. I, yeah, I, I got flown over there first class, Korean good. Air. We got we were very well taken care of, and when we landed, uh, this guy owned about 300 clubs in downtown Bangkok. And first thing when we got there after a 21 hour flight, let's go to the club. So I decided, okay. I can't, I don't, I'm not really a beer drinker, and things are weird in other countries, the water, the soda, all that, but Jack, you gotta be careful. Jack Daniels tastes the same everywhere. Oh, uh, yeah, that's sealed, so, sealed in Tennessee, yeah. so you're good. So, <laughs> I drank a lot of that, and the second night went to the same bar, nobody speaks English, and this little 26-year-old Thai girl, I got her to come back with me. I had my own suite, mm-hmm. had a canopy bed, everything, Ooh. whole thing done up. I was like, I'm gonna bring this girl with me. I got this for 14 days. Why not? Mm-hmm. So I kind of, like, at the end of the night, was like, Hey, you come with me. I had a blacked out Jaguar for her to jump into right out front of the club. Ew. So take her back to the room. We go back to the room. She puts me in the shower, bathes me. <laughs> Drives me off when I get out of the shower. Very hospitable. Lays me down on the bed and takes care of everything else. So (laughs) changes your diaper. I've heard stories like this, but they usually end with a penis. Legs. Uh, Yeah. No. I know the. I know the routine. All the normal stuff. So (laughs) that's so sweet. That's so kind. (laughs) The next day, I was like, "Well, does she stay? Does she go?" And she. I got a. one of those apps where you can translate a little bit Mm -hmm. on my phone so we kind of communicate but even that was kind of hard but I got the point of hey why don't you just stay with me for two weeks so I gave her ten thousand (laughs) dollars told her to go buy whatever she wanted to go buy dude I'll be your Thai girl I'm I'm Thai Joe (laughs) so she got a, a couple American Outfits like uh, outfits with American flags on them and everything. Oh, I was yeah. her oh little. I was her little American she did, boy. She did it thing. like to like please you to be right, like. Yeah. What do Americans love? They fucking love their flag. How, how, did, you, how did you get to that dollar amount? Like you're just like. Ah, here's, I had it in my pocket at the time, and Damn, I gave dude. it to her. Uh, you just walking around with 10 G's cash well, in your the, pocket? The kind, of, time, the kind of situation that I was over there with, yeah, I had, I had quite a so bit. So spending money. Like, yeah. So pocket, like pocket like money. a per diem, right? Yeah. You got a little, yeah. a juicy per diem. She got a great per diem. She did. You yeah, got a dude. good deal, though. I did. I, I've never been washed, Joe. I got, her the, <laughs> I got her the entire time. Every time we went out, you know, when we didn't have shows, we only did maybe four shows. But when we'd go out, she'd get in some hot little outfit and just... There's video that's hidden somewhere right now. <laughs> Actually, if you ask Demon Jones, oh, but he has more dirt on me than anybody in this world. Oh, I will be asking Demon <laughs> Jones. Demon. What's up? We got to get Demon on a podcast. So, I'd love to get Demon on a podcast. But yeah, I had her there for about, for I was there for 14 days. Every day, she my room was spotless, not by the hotel people, but by her. She wow. washed my clothes. She would take my clothes out of the hotel, wash them, bring them back, fold them on the bed. It like, usually you only cost a grand. You know, yeah. for like maid service. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, I paid ten grand for you two did, weeks. You I didn't, got a deal. You didn't <laughs> ask her for that, right? She, no. Did she just, I just? I like, just gave it to her. She didn't ask me for any no, money. No, no, like the 
the no, like uh, all that cool stuff and oh, all that yeah. stuff. Because we couldn't, re- we really didn't talk at all. Yeah, we, yeah. We just kind of did. Okay. Yeah. Happy things. Right. Yeah. That's and crazy cool. Yeah, that's so, so nice. You don't really got to communicate. So, and that's really a lot of the problems in marriages. So I felt that was my marriage <laughs> for two weeks. All that's actually that, all not, that talking. Yeah. yeah. You it gets me in trouble all the time. It's like Marriage the bliss, ain't so bad, is The bliss it? is lost <laughs> in translation. That's interesting. But so she she hung out the entire time, and we kept up with each other through text for probably a couple of years after that. So the yeah. second time I went back over to Thailand, and she would go over to Nana Plaza with me. And if you look up Nana Plaza, it's the world's largest adult complex. Oh, wow. So, it, so brothels time. are legal in Thailand? I don't... I, I don't would, think it's legal. I think it's like... It's, is it really know, legal anywhere? But it's kind of like defining like, laws. If you pay the local police enough, then they, whatever cl- happens, happens. Eyes, yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a place that is literally one bar after another after another, and any fantasy you have ever had in your entire life, no matter what kind of boy, girl, anything of whatever so you, you ever have. There. You can go into a club where they got bathtubs everywhere with women washing each other. You can. They must um, be really. That it's that's any, the best. That the, our girls are clean. Anything you want, basically, and every club is a different kind of thing. But mm. every club is the same. Of all the girls, have little numbers on them, and you have waitresses, normal waitresses like you would think at a strip club. You know, bringing your drinks and stuff. And when you're sitting there, if you want one of the girls, for thirteen dollars in American money. You get 45 minutes, wow. go do whatever you want to whatever's out there that has a number on it. You, I want number 21. All right, go to this room, Jeez. and she'll be there. Is there a bar that has um, cheeseburgers with bacon and sriracha on them? Because that's, like, really what I'm into. <laughs> the McDonald's there, there's... There's a McDonald's there? There's American ketchup, and then there's Thai ketchup. Oh, it's better. And McDonald's... Tastes horrible. The meat tastes oh, horrible. They <laughs> tell gross. they told us when we go there, don't eat a lot of red meat because they don't have like a USDA. Oh, you know, yeah. None, none of their not, meat is probably not half of its rat shit. Now, yeah. what about like the street food? Like, I understand. Like, I watched Anthony Bourdain, I'm a big fan. Yeah, he like went to Thailand and this, he's like raved about the street street food, food is amazing, and that's another thing they told us. It's the best food you'll ever have in your life, but. There are also be careful what you order and where you order because there are cat and dog. Yeah, there's some vendors that you might not want to eat from you. There's stuff like that going on. So, if you know where to go, which we had a we had security around us at all times to kind of point us in the right direction of where to go. Wow! But yeah, amazing street food. Yeah, cash out goes to Thailand. We don't have any security. We're We're just like, this is Joe, our audio guy. (laughs) Dude, we're don't mess with us. We're so lame, dude. I remember Joe told told me like the second or third night. It was like, man, you guys are crazy. (laughs) And I was like, oh, he means, oh, you guys are lame. You guys are silly. Which like, dude, I know. Like, trust me. Like, we get called a grandpa band all the time. Yeah, it's great. Honestly, I, I like sleeping better than. I mean, all that stuff. We, it is one thing, like, you, you won't have us be like, Joe, we need you to turn around and drive 500 miles back to where we were, left somebody drunk in the bathroom. You know, that's not going to happen with this us. This is very true, but... We left I mean, all of our weed in the bathroom. That might happen. Yeah. That would, that, I would turn around for that. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't even have to back. ask. Joe's a, Joe's a good <laughs> man. Speaking of which... 
can we talk about what, what happened to we us? Did. In, in we did. Oh, we you guys did. already you talked about here. that? Okay, yeah. I, wasn't, yeah, I wasn't here for that. That yeah, was okay. the last episode. That was the last yeah. episode. We All talked right, about yeah. old Farva coming in. Man. Yeah. What a, what a what an experience. Some people say he's still smelling weed. He still smells weed. Dude, that guy smells weed everywhere. He goes home, yeah. and he's like, what's going on here? I smell weed. Oh, dude, what's funny is that uh, we never talked about, like, Joe's experience with it. Yeah, that was kind of wild for me. Because you were outside on the picnic bench just, well, like, hanging out. I was. I was sitting there smoking a bowl, actually, for a little Maybe bit. Maybe that's where and, he smelled weed from. Probably. So I got up in the cab, and I was sitting there for a minute, and then I got out of the cab. On the driver's side, you guys were on the passenger side. Oh, yeah. We're in the woods, and I'm sitting out there. I'm like, these guys set up a light outside. What are they doing over there? So I go walk back. Mosquito farming. Yeah. I go back (laughs) towards the end of the trailer, and then I see the other truck pull up. I'm like, oh. Nothing uh, good. Don't put the pipe in my pocket. Just leave it there. And I guess I got to join this. And I come around the corner, and you guys are all lined up in a line. I'm like, yeah. Oh, so this is happening. Yeah, yeah we we all got patted down. When you come yeah. around and you see us all hands on the wall. Yeah, I don't know like, if we talk about we talk about how like the cop asked how many people are there. And we're like six, and then seven, like and then like people yeah, kept on coming know. out. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> how many people? And it's like we're just we just are dumb. Sorry, like, I was like six, dude, five, nine, eight, nine. nine on the tour, and then. I look inside. I'm like, where is? Wait, where's some? We're missing someone. Yeah, Nick, reggae Nick was sleeping yeah, the whole time, was sleeping, sleeping the like whole a time. baby. Yeah, he's in his bunk, and I point to the bunk, and the cop goes, "Oh, there's somebody in there." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. And then, I mean, ultimately, I mean, other than them confiscating all of our weed, it wasn't that. Not all of it. Jokes on them. Hey, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. It wasn't as about as well as it could have gone. Yeah, it's it is cool because like what made that movie made me think about like how in other countries maybe their cops suck way more and they yeah. just be like fuck these guys but they were like it's almost like when they were done patting us down and like assessing the situation and realized we were just dudes they were like man how's florida yeah. <laughs> and we're like we shook our hands okay you could you could have seen yeah like, i was, yeah, I was they like went okay from being very tense to being very cool really quick yeah yeah when they realized that that's like Dude, it's just a couple stoners in a van. The most like, docile yeah. of the human is the yeah. stoner, man. I Bro. sat there at the – I was kind of at the end of the line because I showed up late. Yeah. But yeah. the cop that was down there, I just started kind of bullshitting with him. I'm yeah. like, I just showed up to this party. How's it going? Honestly, like, I think <laughs> I think because we were like that with him, that's why we got off so light. Because he was really pretty adamant about writing his citations at first. Yeah, he was yeah. talking about And then he was like – you know, listen, if I don't take your weed, then you're going to tell everybody I didn't take your weed, and then, which is not wrong. And then, uh, you know. We're putting it on blast right <laughs> now. Van talk, baby. They don't want some Van bad talk. reputation of not taking everybody's weed in Texas. Because apparently, and he even brought it up, Willie Nelson knows they take all your weed yeah. in Texas. Dude, he scanned yeah. it. He scanned this place for sure. Like, yeah. I remember I was, I, was, I was bored. I kept on looking through the window, and. Forgetting Sarah Marshall was still playing, so I was just watching that, <laughs> just trying to be like, man, I love Russell Brand. He's so funny. Oh, he's pretty good. The whole time, I just kept like wanting to ask him, like, hey, man, can we close the door? The <gasps> AC's off. Dude, me yeah, too. I was thinking that, stuff. too. I was like, man, there's bugs out it here. Like, Eventually, I, I did ask, and he let me. Yeah, he that, did. Oh, he thank God. Yeah. When it, he came out, he was like, all right, we'll close the door. I thought about just doing it, but I had this, like, in this vision they would not mind. have liked that like if yeah. i just closed no, the door yeah. he probably would have felt he, he definitely safe. kept it open in case he was like get the fuck in here there's eight more dudes yeah. you know like yeah. they have to communicate yeah, yeah, fair I enough he was with like in texas they worry about you like smuggling people so 
Oh yeah, yeah it could have been. That, oh I'm yeah, I'm sure that was it a concern of theirs as well. Whenever we just like kept kept <laughs> we, clown carny carring out of the fucking door. Dude, we fit a lot of idiots in a van. How, do you how many can we fit in here oh, if we, we if we stuff twice this as many shit? Idiots, yeah. Oh, I'd sleep. We can sleep people in the bathroom if we needed to. <laughs> oh my I, goodness! I've learned that on a crazy experience too of how many people you can shove in a little SUV. Holy shit! When that Upchurch show that I did that we were running from the fans because they were after us because yeah. we didn't play the show. Fucking that was scary. So we literally, we laid on top of each other in this little <laughs> pile in. and piled on top of each other because we had to have somebody come save us. We were on private property and the cops couldn't come save us. So it was wow. absolutely We'll save insane. you if you're over here. Yeah, basically, we get back up to the tour bus and there's 10 cop cars up there and everything. Jeez, it's like, uh, you know all the rednecks down there with guns? They were after us. Like... <laughs> Could have came down there. It's okay. <laughs> oh. You have probable cause when there's a threat of a murder. Yeah. I would think, at least. So, you know, weed, threat of a murder, the lines are blurred there. Yeah. I don't, you know. So, some line. cops may have come down there. You know, if they smell weed, then, hey, they're fucking in. Whoa, whoa, and whoa. This was in, I believe, Kentucky or something like that. Oh, yeah, so they would definitely have been. Nice. Backwoods kind of, you yeah. know, things that go on out there. But... It, again, it was somebody that had a lot of property and felt that, hey, I've never done a show before, but yeah. let's put on a big concert and yeah, I'll invite a bunch of people yeah. and I'll have all my security team. Well, a security team was like just the local friends he knew at the bar. <laughs> guys, yeah. and my security team Hells is Angels. guys. Yeah. <laughs> the medic, because we always asked, you got to have a medic on site, especially okay. outdoor mud bogs, because stuff happens. Uh, and even dehydration, heat stroke, even that happens. Yeah. You, want, you want a medic for that shit. Sure. A real medic. So Not on Frank. my way to the stage to go get ready to get you know everything for our set, I get taken there by golf cart, and on our way there on this little trail, we find two girls laying in a ditch. One girl's crying over her friend. They were on a four-wheeler, and they were trash. Holy shit. And they hit a ditch, and it flipped over. Ooh. And she didn't want to move her friend in case her neck was sure, broke yeah. or whatever. So yeah. me and our manager at the time were like, yo, somebody's got to get down here. This is what's going on. We're calling up by the bus. And, oh, okay, we'll send the medic. We'll send the medic 20 minutes later. Medic gets here in a Silverado, comes out, he's on his cell phone, gets out of his truck with a bag, goes down by her, still on his cell phone, doesn't touch her, kind of looks at her for a second, and then gets up, gets back in his truck, and leaves. What? Call 911. 911's still on the way, but we're out in the middle of nowhere in the yeah, woods, so they can't get That's anywhere. why you have a medic. So... <laughs> Once the the cop or the paramedics got there, the actual paramedics, uh, they had to helicopter her out. So to do that, they had to land a helicopter at front of house out in the crowd. Oh, so fuck yeah! We had to get up on stage and tell everybody, "Hey, everybody, move out of the way! Yeah, we're, we're landing a helicopter, a yeah. helicopter to take this girl out." Were they understanding? No, that's oh. how, that, no. That's <laughs> kind of what started, you know, every, every getting everybody all riled up, basically. So, helicopter comes in, they take her off, all this stuff going on. The owner 
of the property goes up on stage and starts bashing us. Oh, well, the church no. didn't do anything about this girl, and there's YouTube video of all this stuff. Holy crap. And so, did this whole speech, and I'm on the stage. I'm getting ready to get our... We're about to go on stage. <laughs> now that Not all now. this has kind of <laughs> calmed down, I call our manager up at the bus with Ryan, and he's... You know, Ryan's up there waiting on my call to come down to the stage to do the show. I said, hey, man, the owner's up here... Ripping like us. ripping us right yeah. now. And they said, we're done. Everybody's we're, we're, pissed. Yeah. We're out of here. It's been too much today. They didn't provide the security. They didn't provide a medic. People are getting hurt. We're done. Yeah. So I started grabbing mic stands and pulling our gear away. As <laughs> soon as that happened, it was like watching a wrestling match or something. Like just an insane, wild oh, thing. People started geez. jumping up on the stage. I lost... I think the gear bill of what I lost was about nine grand. Wow. And oh, I would grab like the wirelesses first. I'd be like, was. these are fucking <laughs> wireless. We know that. <laughs> so, yeah. I had a console out front out in front of house. You just left it? Snake, everything. We left everything because we started running for the hills because they were coming after us. Yeah. They, we were the only, me, my brother, and I think oh, we had. The our, whole band's in the, the bus. Yeah. My, oh, our, our manager fucked. and our uh, booking agent. And we're all running for the hills up into the woods, and we're calling up to the bus, like, dude, everybody's after us. What do we do? You know, all this is going on. And they're like, well, we got the cops up here, but they're saying they can't come down because it's private property. So we're literally, some of us had white shirts on, taking off our shirt. We're trying to hide in the bushes. Holy shit. Rednecks, like, coming up through the woods looking for us. So we got uh, struggles. Uh, bodyguard or whatever at the time he was there and he got this little SUV came out he's like they put together this plan that he was just gonna bum rush right into the woods with this little SUV the deal was as soon as he gets there we run and we there's probably six of us and we a little Honda SUV so we started laying on top of each other and stacked each other up I, I imagine a get Suzuki sidekick a yeah, size SUV yeah something like that <laughs> So we stack, we laid on top of each other because in our minds we're like running for our lives. Yeah, and you smell the the awesome. They're not gonna catch you and be like sing. They're gonna catch you and kick your ass. Yeah. So we took off to the bus. We got up to the bus. All the cops were up there, and as soon as we left, it just started more of a riot because obviously at this point we're not going on stage. Yeah. We grabbed somebody ended up grabbing whatever gear was salvageable at that point. There were so many people that went up on stage throwing mic stands, throwing racks, wow. throwing everything. I think I lost a audio snake, um, two wireless microphones. Ooh. I mean, it ended up being about nine grand in gear. Our DJ gear got all messed up. A few more thousand dollars than that. So okay, we've done quite a few little backyard parties and stuff like that. But, but like I'm familiar with the uh, the country rock and roll backyard parties, and they are way different than a lot of moonshine involved. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true too. And that changes people. Uh, Moonshine's yeah. good for me. Uh, I played in a little blues rock band for a little while, and we did a couple of parties that were like. I could easily see it going bad real quick. One of them was a moonshine-making competition Holy where people shit. brought their moonshine to have it tasted. It was a moonshine and chili cook-off. And, Damn. Uh, I'll what tell you what. Uh, I had a really good time at that party. Fill your stomach with chili. Those kind of people are really proud of their their moonshine. I, I 
did an event one time with a, a guy that I write songs with, and he's a he's on that show, Moonshiners. Oh yeah. Um, and just watching the people approach him with their their moonshine, it's like they sp- they probably spent all year yeah. waiting for that moment to meet him and sh- and show him that, and he's like. I ain't drinking that shit. It's probably like floor cleaner. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like it's like grain and corn, and so they like grow that stuff. A lot of them, you know. Mm-hmm. They like they're really it's into a, that. It's a process. Yeah. It is a process. My um, brother did it for a little bit because we were doing a lot of these shows uh, actually with Moonshine Bandits. Um, it's in the name. It is, it's and badass. they've done stuff with the Moonshiner guys as well. And so we were around a lot of those people a lot. So my brother was like, oh, I'm going to try it. And he did it. It came out interesting, for sure. Did it fuck you up? Yeah. It yeah. tasted like fire, basically. <laughs> yeah. That, that clear. Yeah. I, I like it, though. It's like, it'll get you real fast. It will. If that's the last one, I don't think you should put that back in the fridge. Sorry, but if I had another for you, I'd give it to you, but... I got some, but they're a little. Um, what <laughs> what, all this moonshine talk made you guys thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take it. Truly, one of the strongest. I tried to buy beer today. And you told me not to. I told you not to buy beer today. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't know, man. You can't. I don't. You know. I don't well, know. Don't, don't listen to Joey when you ask him about buying beer. Possibly. What do you think about all of our long hair? Is it cool? <laughs> I used to have long hair as well. Really? How long to get? Uh, it was. Past my shoulders, not nice. all the way to the middle of my back, but almost there, kind of thing. Did girls like it? Did you like? Did you like use it I, I like that? Did you with use it, it like really? that? Is that what you? Yeah. Would really? you use it for? Joey? Yeah, just be like, you want to braid my hair? That shit's like that's Joey's like, go-to fucking more, move. More shit girls works. Did the braiding of the goatee? I had it longer nice. years ago, but yeah. yeah, I did more of that, which is nicer because you got more face interaction when they braid. That's face. Been a bunch of times where I like I get in the van. Some random chick is in there braiding Joey's hair. <laughs> oh, he got he got her. <laughs> For me, he got her with that like, move. Can you put that shit Good away one. so I can make out with you and not get hair all in my mouth? Dude, I've had I've had girls. I'm I'm dating now. This is the past. Be like like I I put my hair in a bun while I'm like making love, and they'd be like, take that bun out. And mm. I'm like, I'm not a piece of meat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? I'm, I'm working here. If I could wear a sweatband, I would. You know, it gets hot and sweaty. The hair sticks, man. It's going to be stuck Look, to everything. I think it's not the sweatband thing, you know, I know it's an 80s thing, but on people on stage, like, rocket shit, man. I'm so going to buy Dude, a sweatband Dude, hot-ass lights on your face. Yeah. You're sweating your ball. Dude, I've had sweat go in my eyes. Dude, nobody understands that. Like, when you're on stage and you got those lights on you and how hot it gets, especially moving around and everything, sweatbands, I don't care how they look. They're amazing things. I think they look amazing. We I recently, love the 80s. I get so it. Dude, I remember it's like the 80s and 70s rock band drummers yeah. rocked the sweatbands. Yeah. Like, oh, it was yeah. so fucking... I, it was dope that, as that's shit. That's when you did, like, the headbands, the wrist. Oh, yeah. It was all... Even they had short hair, awesome. they were still wearing that kind of stuff. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Dude, I, dude, my dad's a drummer. All my, his fucking brothers and cousins oh. are all drummers. <laughs> dude, like, all of them are just... Super big dude and a really good doo-wop singer too. Yeah, about barbershop singers. Barbershop, sorry. Yeah, I come from a short line of barbershop singers. Yeah, just my dad killing it. But um, dude, we just recently yeah. did the hottest show we've ever played. 
Holy the sweatiest fucking show. Shit. I guess I shouldn't say technically the hottest. Stuart, I lost like eight uh, pounds. The Terraformata. Yeah, Terraformata. Yeah. Yeah. We the did one. that a couple months ago with Adam, and we said the same thing. That's like the hottest, hottest venue. I love that place, but good night. Uh, it was. I was horn sweat. Dude, I yeah. was like, there was a part part where our horn players got like get off the stage. And I was like shouting at them to get me water. Yeah, please. Like Alex, get the fuck over here! I need, oh, I need water, I need Alex. Water. Get the I fuck would, over, Alex. I need that's water. why I was at the bandwagon, and I kept having people run over. I, I gotta get them water. You know where <laughs> bottled water is? I need bottled water. I was like, oh damn, all right. Man, I actually got like sweat all in my eyes. You know, I wear a hat, like soaks up a lot of it. But man, it was all in my eyes, and it's like you're blinking. I can't fucking see shit. Oh. What's the biggest show you guys done that was big in your eyes? Not necessarily big, Denver? but a big, big show for you guys. That you was say? big. It wasn't like is that what you Cali? said, St. Pete? No, which one? Denver. Doesn't sound oh, yeah. anything Mission like ba- St. Pete. Mission Ballroom. Yeah, yeah. Mission that Ballroom was pretty legit. It was with Pepper, uh, but not just. But it was on the Pepper tour. But it was that Pepper particular day. Yeah, Pepper Expendables Movement. Elevators us and the elevators. And there's like over four thousand people there, and nice. it was fucking killer. It was. Man. It's yeah, an it indoor really venue that caps at four K, and it was sold out. Yeah. Wow. What's cool about that one is that, like, what I was told about it from the staff people is that when people can't play shows at Red Rocks, they played at the Mission Ballroom yeah. instead. It's like that kind of thing. Yeah. It was like a brand new. It's at the time it was like brand new venue. It was awesome, and we got Chiba Hut to throw us subs there, and that was pretty banging too. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, give me that a was, sandwich. Ooh. That was what, very cool. You what guys about, like, introduced me to that place. That was so cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd never, man. never been there before, and it's, it's cool. right around the corner from. Well, we got a lot more to go to. So, and unfortunately, I'm leaving you guys soon. Yeah, no, yeah. Are you leaving us at before Albuquerque or after? Probably the day of Albuquerque. Well, if you're there that morning of Albuquerque. You really? got you got some free yeah we got Chiba a we got a Chiba Hut meet and greet going on what? from eleven thirty to one or something eleven thirty to twelve thirty yeah yeah I'll be in there to support you guys one hundred percent I'll be you, the man. one eating in the corner please <laughs> do, do take take one for the road please yeah. you, you were such a treat for us this this little run dude it's been fun it's cool this is nice for me because normally when I'm out on tour when I leave you guys my other tours I do I'm tour manager and everything else so I got a million things going on yeah dude TMing is so much yeah. fucking work. Like all it's, the email work is like crazy. Just watching Marshall do that shit. It's too much. I'm it's like, I'm like, nice. you trust everyone you email to email you back? <laughs> oh at a no, good they time? don't always reply. Fuck that. <laughs> exactly. You start a tour, you get a list of emails you got to do. You know, yeah. quite a few hundred. And, and it's like, look, I look, I've, I'm very thorough about my uh, advance emails. You're on when top I send of it, it Marsh. To the venues and. It, then the venue, like, you'll send it out, and it's, like, very specific, detailed list and stage plots and diagrams and all this stuff. And then they're like, hey, man, can I call you and just uh, just ask you some questions about this stuff? And it's like, D- I, I can't imagine. And usually they're just like, oh, hey, so what time are you going to be there? And I'm like, it's, uh, like, says in the thing, we'll be there at 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. Uh, well, 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 how many inputs you got? Well, we got an audio guy. We got 32 inputs, just like it says in the thing. Okay, uh, and then what are you guys driving? Uh, we're going to be in a bandwagon, 60 oh. feet, just like it says in the thing. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like the same. I feel like I'm filling out job applications or like a oh, resume yeah. thing. And it's like I submit my resume, and then they're like, you got to fill it out again. Yeah, it's like, dude, fuck you, man. It's all good. It's all good, though. I love it. And I think honestly, part, like, part of it's also probably the level we're at where it's like we're not playing the biggest rooms, no. you know, playing some bars and shit. A lot of – I will say that our – 
our advance and our stage plots and all that stuff is like extremely thorough and yeah, then I, it's extremely professional we really take it serious every yeah, element you guys of the are definitely i was impressed with how organized you guys are with all that which is really cool because you don't see a lot of bands like that are doing this circuit that are like that that are really care to do stuff like that and it's really important everybody's on the same page because you can get lost out here you get yeah. lost in your days you get lost in easily everything you can do it it's like you like part of the tightness of it is focus too you know mm-hmm. and like we're working hard now so we can like relax as soon as possible you know yeah it's like like we worked so hard just to be able to get into this bus honestly and it's just like just to afford that luxury is you know what amazing. it's awesome i've I've been through and with a lot of bands that have started off, you know, doing the van thing. Or Hell yeah. Everybody doing, taking five cars to a gig. Oh, that's, that <laughs> sounds like the worst shit. Everybody took their little rough. Honda to the show uh-huh. kind of thing. And, what, and I, I think it's great. I think it, people, that, people that are putting in work to it, like you guys, and getting from something from it is awesome. You know, it you does. guys, you guys care about what you're doing, and and it's working for you. It Even does feel nice to kind of level up and yeah. and and feel like all the what is it seven years that we've been doing this? Seven years of McDonald's, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, it, that it just it, this is a nice like. If we were touring in a van right now, I don't think I would feel like we've progressed. As much. Oh, I would be. I'd I, be like, man, I'd love to sleep good. Yeah, yeah. It has been nice. <sighs> and amazing. like, like I also, with all of that being said, I really just wanted you to be able to be like, look, all we need you to do is put diesel in the tank, and make sure that the vehicle's running, and then drive. And yeah, that's we'll, it. We'll I don't do as want much you as loading can, in. Honestly, I don't want you loading out. I don't want you setting a burn. That's or our. Do whatever. That's like, our dude, shitty job. We got it. You know, I want you to like, and, and honestly, like, once you're done driving, you can. Fuck off for ten hours, buddy. Well, it, <laughs> like you know, it's been nice because I've been actually been able to get work done for my tours. That yeah, I have you're a busy man. Up, so you got I, a lot of stuff going on. I, it's kind of again. I left high school and it's just hustle, hustle and do it. I'm not. I'm hustle, not a person hustle. to kind of sit around. And with what I do in this industry, I'm able to kind of bounce around a lot. And you know, I got four tours going on right now, but I'm able to get people out, get all, everything, all bases covered. And I like you're even covering our bases. You're yeah, like swapping out drivers <laughs> yeah. for us. Yeah, you're really helping us well, out. It's amazing. I, I want my people. If I'm part of a tour, you know, I want my people to be taken care of. And even like in this particular situation, unfortunately, I gotta head out. But I, I don't want to head out without something being taken care of. And I you guys, it. it's happy amazing. And you know. Fitting you guys with a person I know that's going to work with you. You guys finish out your tour, be happy. Maybe I'll cross paths with you somewhere on the road. Man, it's a small we world. Like the will. fact that you work with the Duderman crew and you yep. know all those people. And it's like, I didn't even know that going into this. I love yep. that. I contacted a guy who's like, I know a driver. He's going to take you. I was like, great. That's awesome. I have no idea who this person is. I've never met him. And then they're like, oh, yeah, but he knows Duderman and he knows the Duder, uh, Damon and he knows all these people. It's like, oh, my God. Like, okay, well, then we know him already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's so small in the entertainment industry. It well. is, especially it's, Central Florida area. Yeah. Is you know, that's it, pretty much where I started with everything. On um, with my dad, I was doing a lot of older stuff. My dad was, uh, 
he provided the backup land for Percy Sledge for a oh, lot yeah. of Florida shows. The, basically the eastern southern that was part how of the i worked back then right like they'd have like a singer and he'd yeah. like rent out a band from the areas right yeah, i remember hearing stories of like tiny tim doing the same thing where he'd so, show up and be like I got here are my meet, songs i got to meet tiny tim what the fuck joe so, <laughs> hollywood casino what in, wait, in, wait when was in this hollywood florida right no no oh in, in hollywood mississippi hollywood hollywood mississippi oh hollywood you've seen tenacious d there's a million hollywood there are a lot so uh, it was a weird thing. My dad got a call to do a gig with him, and it was the weirdest thing ever. And he passed away probably two months after my dad did the gig with wow. him. Holy shit. So they invited my dad to his funeral, and did, they did the whole thing, buried him with his ukulele. Yeah. My dad got to meet both of his wives because that was a big thing. Yeah, and, yeah. But yeah, it, he was a very weird Dude, he was a giant, right? Wasn't he oh, huge? Yeah, huge. But he, his voice was still high, even when he talked, right? Yep. Very, interesting. Very high end voice kind of thing. It was, it was weird. But that it's unique, I yeah, would it's say beautiful. him and when I went out with the Doors is probably the most two unique tours. Dude, when when, when you told me you hung out with Manzark and Krieger, I was like, man, get it the and fuck out of here. Catering every day, they, you know, they would go. We'd all sit there, hang out, eat, and everything. It was Ian Ashbury from the Colt doing the front man part. Um, I believe it was Ty Dennis doing drums. And Phil, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, Phil Shin or something like that. Little, I don't want to say Asian because he's probably not Asian, uh, Filipino maybe or something like that. But I guess he had played with the Doors throughout years. Yeah. And um, when we were on that tour, we were in Canada. We were doing all the hockey arenas. And God, that's cool. I guess something had happened. Somebody in Jim Morrison's family had a problem with us because we were selling merch and everything that said the doors. The doors, yeah. And they had to fly out from the tour, go to court in California. Oh, wow. And come back. And we had to finish out the tour being called Riders of the, on the Storm or something like that. Close enough. And. They had to get rid of all the merch, everything. Oh. Boned. Yeah. Wow. That's tons of there's, that's tons of cloths. That's whole handful of crazy stories. Oh of yeah, that tour. yeah. Yeah. Dude. A lot of mushrooms involved in those stories, though. You, 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 you <laughs> always expect that. It's the doors, dude, yeah. you know? Well, we would trade them backstage. You got this, I got this. Hey, we'll trade up. Dude, children <laughs> of the 60s and 70s. That's so beautiful. In the hockey arenas up there, our dressing rooms were the locker rooms. Oh, basically. that's cool. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's so, so cool. Man. So I Big remember space. one night, I don't even remember where it was, but drummer, bass player, a couple of the other guys sitting on the couch in the locker room and I came in there I just got done loading the bus all the gears put away done and uh, I go in there there's got a couple of girls over there they've been popping shrooms and everything I'm <laughs> sober I just got done loading the bus yeah and so I go over to our little fruit tray thing and I'm just sitting there way off big locker room so I'm way off in yeah. the distance one of the girls just leaves their little conversation comes sits down next to me doesn't say a word to me and starts put, taking fruit off the tray and putting it in my mouth and feeding me. <laughs> cool. <laughs> nice. And this is back when I had my long hair. Oh, and all yeah. That, so. you just that's have what a way with the ladies <laughs> making them be hospitable to you. <laughs> Damn, Joe. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, it was pretty They wild. take care of you like a baby. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the trick. <laughs> it's fun. 
It's comforting. Yeah, I agree, dude. But that's sick. The, the comforting part of that always turns into something absolutely insane and crazy. <laughs> you know, Listen, uh, you know, it's usually, uh, you know, not the most calm ladies that are backstage feeding you fruit out of a fruit tray. Yeah. No, no, not at all. And uh, you know what? I've learned that the the cool girls that are kind of like, oh, wow, this girl's cool. She can do that. And, yeah. all, you know, yeah, after you spend like six months with them. It's not something you really want. <laughs> See, I mean, it's intense, oh, yeah. you know. Um, there are a lot to take in. It is. I think about that a lot. Like, whenever I was, like, whenever I found Mickey, my girlfriend, like, one thing that I loved was that she didn't know, like, anything about, like, the American reggae scene, didn't know nothing about my music. And I'm, like, because, like, before that, I was, like, man, I'd hate to, like, date someone that, like, you know, had stars in their eyes, you know, right. like, really believed a lot of the mythos with band shit. Because, like, you know, when I'm away, from, you know, when I'm in it, you're yeah. fucking in it for yeah. like months at a time and, I, yeah. and like part of the great thing about mickey is that when i'm home i get to like have this relief of like she doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff like i, I might yeah. as well be speaking spanish she's right she'd rather be like you want to play board games tonight yeah and i'm like oh yeah, and give you me know normalcy. what it sounds boring and everything and i talked to friends about this back at home and they're like oh you get to do all this it's like you know what I want to come home at 5.30 and sit on the couch and watch TV. Oh. And, like, I want to try that. I haven't really done that. Yeah, go, like, it's, be like, okay, it's 6 o'clock on a Thursday. Let's go out to Chili's and have some fajitas. Right. There's a real benefit to that, you know, really, like, uh, you know, developing your it shit is. instead and, of traveling. And, like you were saying, you meet the girls that got the stars in their eyes. And I've done that where, you know, I just picked up and left and flew to Colorado and ended up leave, living there for a year. And that ended up absolutely horrible. Because <laughs> it was like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. But at the time, it sounded really cool. And yeah. she really liked me because I was in the band. You know, I'm not doing it. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a short, it's fun, you know, but it's not lasting. Yeah. You know, and it's it, you got you realize that. I think everyone realizes that. You it's, know, it's definitely has made some interesting stories for me. Oh my goodness! Just flying out and like, oh, okay, I'm gonna live here now. And dude. well, that's not working. So, but dude, that's extra badass for you because you've like done that. that often. Like yeah. you've like done the pick up and leave, live your life thing. Multiple. I've only done it one time. Hopefully, just one yeah. time. Well, Stressful. The only time I really had a house is when I was with my high school sweetheart. And that, of course, went really bad. Anything that ends goes really bad like that most of the time. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, that we we went through this whole thing. I lived in. That's what I was telling you. I lived in Maryland and worked at Pizza Hut. Yeah, and dude, yeah, dude, we figured out. We Joe worked at Pizza. We have so <laughs> many fucking worked at a pizza, pizza men in yeah. this yeah. fucking Maryland. band. Well, we have. I think there's like four of us that yeah. have worked at a Pizza Hut. Yeah, Nick. and I like to think. That we get, we're a very approachable band. Yeah, uh, we try to be. Absolutely, I like to think that part of it is because we all <laughs> had the same customer service training. Yeah. Pizza Hut philosophy yeah. and you. Thank you for calling Papa John's. Yeah, mine was, like mine was North Fontana Pizza. Thank you for calling North Fontana Pizza Hut, home of the Pizzone. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> oh baby, slow down. Easy. The I hate having to say that. Yeah. But Dude, I took those those customer service meetings seriously. Me too. Dude, at fucking Subway, there was one time when everyone in the store said, fuck no. And it's when we got avocado, 
and they said, and right before you close up the sandwich, say, would you like to add avocado to your sandwich? Oh. And we were all like, we were like, we'd rather die right here in front of you than fucking say avocado to every human being that comes in the store. I would rather have that than pizone. That, that just, it doesn't roll off the it's tongue. It's such a made up word. Like it, you're, it's like, yeah. we're in pizza land, baby. It rains tomato sauce here. We're in here. the pizza zone. We're in the pizone. <laughs> we're in the pizone. What but, layer of the ozone is the pizone? Yeah, it's the top one. <laughs> Luckily, the cheese drips down from there. <laughs> I just did. I just made pizzas and stuff. I did the cashier thing for a little bit just because I was living with my grandparents in Maryland, so I had nothing else to do. I told them, put me on the schedule every day. I don't care. I'll do whatever. Yeah, You were and an angel to that money, manager. Well, money in the pocket. And on the weekends, I would go up to Buffalo and see my high school sweetheart and she was kind of stuck up there at the time due to her parents situation and uh, she graduated high school and I went and grabbed her I saved up enough money living with my grandparents for a year and doing Pizza Hut went and grabbed her and we ran away to Florida got a house and six months later we split up and damn brutal <laughs> dude when I when I moved to Florida I uh, I, did, I found this girl on Tinder. It was my first, like, out of high school girlfriend situation, right. you know? And, like, she came to my house, and it was Easter weekend, and her car got towed, and the tow place was closed. It was Easter weekend. So she just was stuck at, you know, in her mind, possibly a serial killer's house. <laughs> and thankfully, it was just old, soft Joey. It was just Soft Joey. as shit just Joe. Joey. And, like, dude, after that weekend, I was like, you should move in with me because we're really fucking smart. We're both, like, 20. And, oh, dude, God. it was... It was pretty cool because we got to do things. Right. But besides that, it fucking sucked dick. Yeah. Because, like, dude, it was a, it was like four students living there plus me who was like, I'm not studying. <laughs> and <laughs> I've got was, a girl in my room and she's afraid of all of you for some reason. I don't know. When I was coming up, dude, I had, I had a couple rules. One of those rules was we're going to date for a year. We're going to live together for a year. And then we can consider getting married, if that's fair. The case. Those are the steps. At least wow. two years. Yeah, like quick. rolls. And yeah, dude. And, and I stuff. stuck that's to that crazy. shit too, man. I had a that's girl crazy. What do you mean? <laughs> Look, it's I like, got rules too. Look, it's that. Monday. <laughs> time to go, bro, dude. Let me tell you. Let me tell you some of my rules of the road, Joe. Dude, when it comes to like trying to like find love and hook up with someone, there are two rules. Mm-hmm. You gotta be attracted to me, and you gotta be nice to me. Now, when I tell this rule, these rules to some people, some people are like, I dismiss the second rule. And I'm like, bro, you dismiss people being nice to you? They're like, yeah, if we can do it. And it's like, bro, you got to be nice, dog. Yeah. Got to yeah, be nice. Yep. I thought you were going to talk about the laws of into it. Oh, oh, also the rule of into it. If I'm into it and you're into it, that's all the people that need to be into it. That's all that needs that's to happen. It. And, it, yeah. dude, and that rule Doesn't fucking, matter. that shit fucking... It, it's almost like deal or no deal, but it's like come or no come, you know? There you go. True. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense in a Cause, lot Because at that point, because here's the thing. When you say that, it kind of says, fuck your idiot friends. Fuck we we idiot like each friends. other. Yeah. Let's go. We used to give Joey a lot of shit. <laughs> that's how the rules into it came to be. But it, it's so, a good rule. I like that rule. That's that, Honestly, that's the rule that matters. Yeah, it's, it's, I, what it means. It's my life, dog. Stayed away from a lot of rules, but... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm trying it's, to make it out of here. It's probably caused a lot of things, but it's been fun. I mean, these aren't hard I'm, and fast <laughs> rules. These are not 
these are not uh, make or break rules. Flexibility. Yeah, this yeah. Involved everywhere. Another it's rule is you gotta like be flexible. You're drunk enough, I'm drunk enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. We don't like each other, <laughs> Dude, but we're still gonna is, do it. Isn't it great <laughs> whenever you're both drunk enough and you give each other that look of like Oh, I can't talk. We both can't talk words, but we know. We can't we talk know, words. and you're looking at each other, and you're like, let's go. You know, where it's just like we're drinking no to avoid needed. actually discussing things. This is happening now. And now, being in this industry like I have as long as I have, now I'm 40 years old. and Looking great for 40, Joe. Thank you. Um, I kind of look back at it because I've, I've always been the nomad you know, and friends at home and all that. And I left high school and I've lost a lot of friends just because it's hard to yeah. keep up, you know, you lost those friends. You just don't, you know, you don't talk to them as frequently. Yeah, yeah that's okay. It, well, I mean, they kind of, okay, we had a kid and then we got married and uh, oh, yeah. I'm still on tour. Oh, I got a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like my like, family is yeah. like that with my, <laughs> right. Dude, I mean, he's still, he's still doing this thing, huh? <laughs> yeah. It, it's now that I'm older and it's like, and I've, I remember people telling me when I was on the road, Oh, when you hit 40, you're, you're going to hate that you're living like this. And it's like, you know what? I've enjoyed every bit of it. A lot of it has yeah. sucked, and I've been in horrible situations. But I look at it now, it's like, I learned some shit. Had some fun. Street smart. Yeah. That's what that Dude, it's is. adventures, it's man. A, These are all adventures. It's a beautiful life because it's so different than, it like, is. what you're taught in high school and all that shit. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You're going to you know, work they're, 9 they're, to 5 and yeah, settle down and have a good job and a dog. and dirk, 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 Yeah, nah, they didn't teach me how to wrap a cable in high school. No. no. Over or under, baby. They didn't teach me it's how to um, cable load, out a, load in a bus in, like, <laughs> As you guys minutes. were, like, all – so for the past, like, four days, I've woken up to you guys for – it's like four hours at a time in the morning talking about Pokemon. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a big event this It's kind of driving me bonkers, I'm not going to lie. But as it was driving me bonkers, I was like... It's fun. Just thinking like, God, these guys need to like get a job or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then I correct myself. I'm like, damn it, this is their this job. This is the They're job. Like, this Fuck. is it. We're here. We're clocked in. I'm clocked in right now. We're I mean, seriously, like Don't between get paid the hours of, Fuck. Of, of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., you know, we're either riding in a bus or a van. I don't know. You guys are you're like, or we're playing Pokemon. Oh, let's, let's go. Let's go to a rave. Walking let's around and got a shiny syphilis. I hope I, I hope I don't get a shiny syphilis. Nobody wants a shiny syphilis. <laughs> shiny syphilis. Look at mine. It's hey, a different well, color. You keep it's getting green. girls in Bangkok, and you guys, you, you <laughs> never know, man. Everybody has their thing. <laughs> My Thailand is Pokemon. Hey, this is the rule of into it. Whatever you're into, as long as it's you that's and it, it's baby. consenting adults. You know, you, you got a shiny syphilis, it. and I got a shiny syphilis, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters, baby. Oh, you man. know what? I think this is a good way to end the podcast. Yeah, Joe, Joe, you. You've Wonderful. been a pleasure to have on tour and Thank on our podcast. And reliable. Thank God you're awesomely reliable. A legend of, of, of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. I'm glad I got to do this with you. And for future reference, I would love to do it again at some point. And Absolutely. We'll call you. You just got to be available. We'll work yeah, that's, something that's out. Yeah, that's part. the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Joe is uh, going on to another tour after this, and then another tour after that, and then another tour after that, and I'm sure there's probably something after yeah, that too. Absolutely, yeah. I got tours all the way up till April of next year. Yeah, right now. good man, good for you. Living the dream, yeah. dude. That's awesome. Being busy in this industry is great. Everything's picking up. Everything's taking off. I'm happy about it. I'm happy you nice. guys are out. I'm glad yeah. all all of us are out. Everybody yeah. in the entertainment industry right now that's out working that. 
luckily didn't have to fall back to whatever else they ended up leaving the music industry for. I'm glad we're all out doing something. Hell yeah. yeah. Survivors. We'll do our best to outbid your other tours, but don't count on (laughs) it. Yeah, I wouldn't count on that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be like, there's some money involved. So like, hey, we, we got Chiba Hut sandwiches, man. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm glad that's you true. mentioned yeah. Chiba Hut because I was just about to say we need to shout out our sponsors. Yeah, that's true. Chiba Hut, wonderful people. One Plant, SoCal Smoke Shop. Dude, Dad's Elixir, dropping the French elixir. toasted it's out now. French I toasted. Yeah. Cannot wait to drink it and be like, I can't spell anymore. Uh, Bada just got some and was saying it was really that's good. Right. And also In Ears Audio. Oh, dude. Nice. Thank you, in Don't forget our boy Speed King signs, man. Speed they King they signs. printed all of our, our goodies Speed for Speed Kings tour. keeps We'd on being We'd be nowhere like, without our sponsors. That's yeah. how we're in this That's how we're here, now. yeah. Yeah, we're lucky to have so, such friends. Yeah, it's been great. You guys have been great. Thank you for listening to Van Talk. Thank you for We'll see you on the next one. Bow, 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 bow.